Well, hello there and welcome to a weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. It's the weekend. Boy, you know what? It just seems like last weekend it was the weekend. It was because last weekend was the weekend. It's funny and how that the works. the weekend before that was the week. Well, yeah. you know, and you know I'm what? Next week, for this stuff. seven days from now, it'll be another weekend. It's amazing well, how that works unless, out. Well, unless we change the amount of days in a week, uh-huh. then it might not be. Yes, know. but I think that would be hard for us to do, considering we would have to convince everybody else on the planet to follow suit, if you know what I'm saying. And I don't think that would work I, out. I understand what you're saying there. But, you know, we got the great... Uh, the great I am, or whatever you want to call him, Joe Biden as president. He can oh, do whatever he wants. Oh, the guy is amazing. Oh. The gift that keeps on giving. I don't know whether it's a gift or not, but uh, he is, uh, was walking out yesterday to the helicopter, and he there was a little gaggle of reporters out there. And I'm going to paraphrase what he said because it was noisy and the audio wasn't great. Couldn't hear it, yeah. yeah. But uh, he... He's asked, uh, are you going to go to East Palestine? Are you going to go up there to East Palestine? And he said, well, no, I, uh, uh, I was out, uh, well, I did a television thing. What, 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 do they, what, do they, what do they call it? What do they, what do, uh, and one of the reporters yelled, Zoom? Ah, he goes, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you know, it's like that old song, Who's Zooming Who, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I immediately thought of Aretha Franklin and her song, Yeah, who's zooming who? That immediately uh, came to Joe's to Joe's mind. Who's zooming who? Oh, child God. of the eighties, was he? I guess so. But he he has no plans to go. He still, after all this time, has no plans to make a trip. Now I'm wondering, is it because his staff has said, "Look at Joe, you, you've been upstaged by President Trump. Anything you do will be." will be far less uh, impressive than what President Trump did. I mean, President Trump went went up there with truckloads of water and supplies, and he bought food also for everybody. Also on his plane. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he made a, a, a real event out of it, and the people loved him. What's Biden going to do? He's going to go up there and stumble around. I mean, he, I, don't know how, I don't know how long he can walk continuously without getting tired. So he's not going, I guess. And maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> maybe he would mess things up well, even more. Well, you know, it's a little bit late now. I mean, the the disaster still lingers on. They're still doing nightly burns. The soot in the air is being spotted daily all over the region. But you know what? It's like every day it's a new distraction. Uh, and we just saw this morning there's a major, major, major Plant, uh, uh, what an oil gas company! Three actually, of them all together. Actually, it's four. There are three, four now. three in Mexico, one in Texas. They're all owned by a company called Pemex. P-E-M-E-X. So, what are the odds that four of their plants all go poof? And they're, by the way, we should point out to uh, our listeners, they're belching out black clouds of smoke billowing into our air. I oh, mean, yeah. If you look at the the photo from like 30 miles away, it, it looks like the funnel of a cloud, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it comes up over you, and the whole sky is is consumed with this black cloud. And you're wondering, all right, well, that can't be good. It's time for a little conspiracy theory. Let's pull over to the side of the road here 
and put on our conspiracy theory hat just for the heck of it. Could all of this stuff be an accidental situation? I mean, could it be an accident? We have the Florida fire. Remember Kissimmee? Uh, that, uh, there was one, an- another Florida fire. I can't think of the town. Was it Doral? Anyway, yeah, I think it was uh, in Florida. Uh, you had that truck in Arizona that uh, mm-hmm. that ran into a train, and there was terrible poisonous gas that was released there on I-10. That was last All week. Right. Uh, we have the, of course, the derailment in New York. We talked yesterday on our program about another train that drove into the side of a of a tractor trailer truck in the middle of town. And if you see the picture of the accident, and we have it on videotape, there's no cars in front of the truck. There's no cars in no. back of the truck. It just drives up to the crossing and stops right on the train tracks. The guy gets out of the cab. And the train comes through town at about 50 miles an hour and destroys the truck. Well, here's what's interesting, too. When you look at that video before the train hits it, you realize to the left is a police station right there on the corner. Yeah. And the police cars are there. So having been in a police station before, an official business, not, you know, with cuffs on my hands or anything (laughs) like that, but... When you're in there, you kind of know what's going on outside of the building. That you know, Cops know what's going on, you know, and they never sit with their back to a door if they're a good cop. So these guys would have seen that tra- that truck sitting there, and it was a, there's a problem. We better go out and investigate. But no, nothing. It was almost as if that whole thing was staged. And what did we hear in that video for at least... 30 seconds before the accident, we heard the train whistle. They didn't slow down, Mm-mm. but you hear the whistle of the train. They're blowing the horn as it's coming towards the intersection, which means if you're in that police station, I would imagine you're going to hear that whistle too and wonder what's going on. And they probably have an emergency frequency that they can get on and talk to the train. Uh, but the train was going at a high rate of speed. He was not going slow. Right. There are speed limits. So you've got a lot of people that got guilt on them there. You got the police that didn't do anything. You got the driver that, you know, the truck got stuck on the track in a nice, very convenient, precarious way. And he just walks away, Mm -hmm. you know, then you got the train coming and it's blowing its whistle. It's not riding the brakes, but it knew from a distance, he can see out, you know, the window that, there's a truck on the track, you know, let's, you know, you don't hear any hard to slow down. And why was he going so fast? You don't hear any screeching of any brakes, you know, metal on metal. He just kind of barrels on through and they keep going for it. And it destroys the truck folks. I mean, this is a extra long trailer and it looks like a relatively new truck. And uh, it, it, I thought it was pallets of lumber inside, but Bill, you said it was. You thought it was. Uh, it was boxes. Card, they were long cardboard boxes. Could have maybe ten piping in them for some kind of frame or something. I don't know what that was, but they were boxes because I saw them tear, and I'm going like, you know, lumber doesn't tear. No, it doesn't. You know? No, it doesn't. So, okay, so we have a lot of things happening. We have derailments, train accidents. We have. Uh, fires at all these different plants. And by the way, all of these fires that we're talking about billow 
poison into the air. It's not little fires that they put out quickly. I mean, these things, if you see pictures of them, you got to wonder what the heck is going on. Is, are these intentional? Are, are we intentionally being gassed in a subtle way? Well, one thing that we know for certain, we have a problem. Now, they want to blame all of this on Trump, but we have a, we have a safety problem that has been going on since before Trump was in office and during the Biden-Obama years and probably before that. So there is a safety issue that has really magnified itself, and Buttigieg is not doing his job. We know that. The guy that came in that could fix all this right. hasn't done a damn thing. He's gone on vacation. So that's number one. We've got all the food plants that have just been going up in smoke all over the place, and not just one or two, but we're talking about a couple hundred. So that's an issue because that just doesn't happen. Chicken farms that have caught on fire and the chickens all burn up and they go, avian flu. That's not the and flu. And what did they it's say? What did they say about egg yolk? About egg yolks? They believe that, the, and I, I mentioned this a couple oh, of it, days it ago. Helps you prevent COVID. It, it may be something that helps you not get COVID. So what do they do instead of? increasing the production of eggs and, and getting more egg into our diets, all of a sudden you start having chicken farms burning up and, and diminishing the supply of chickens. Yeah. Um, and we have, a, we have a president, Bill, who goes over to the Ukraine, and he's more concerned with the border of the Ukraine than he is with our own border. I don't think he went down to Texas and he went down and made a very superficial visit to the border about two months ago. You know, that was, the, that was when he went down there and they cleaned the streets up and got rid of the homeless that were on the street and the illegals. Right. Got all that stuff, made it look nice and neat. Joe goes down there, does a photo op, and flies back to Washington. But he, he didn't get in any truck and drive the length of the wall or anything like that and see what's really going on. It was just to check off a box so that if they say, have you been to the border, he can yeah, say, I've been, I, there. I've been there, yeah. But in the meantime, yesterday, they had this big bust in Arizona. Let me see where I can get the article. Big, big raid in Arizona. and they, they With just, all the drugs, right? Yeah, yeah a ton of, uh, of drugs were seized. And you think, my God, that must be all the drugs that come across the border. It says Phoenix Department uh, uh, Drug Enforcement Agency, Tempe Police, they seize over 4.5 million fentanyl pills, 1,400 pounds of fentanyl powder, 3,000 pounds of meth, 130 kilograms of cocaine in a joint operation. That's a massive operation. Then they have a picture, and it's a lot of stuff. But then you realize that's just a fraction of what's coming across the border all the time. They will, the cartels that ship this stuff across our border, they will make up that loss in no time. No oh, time. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a problem at all for them. So what, what is it that uh, we're living in right now? What, why are we living in an environment that allows all this poison to come in and kill our, our youth? and our? I mean, that's what it's doing. A lot of kids in college think they're buying something to keep them up so they can study, and they've been slipped a Mickey of fentanyl, you know. Planned chaos. Maybe, yep. maybe you know, I mean, obviously we say you know, distractions in life. If there's enough distractions, 
you'll never know what's really going on in the world. I know that things are changing, you know, things evolve, but there's a bigger picture here than what we're being, uh, being allowed to even try to find and see. Mm. There's, there's something hidden behind all of this in this agenda. Uh, I can't just believe they're going to mass kill us, you know, and do things like, like this, because if this continues, I think people are going to wake up and go, why is all this happening? And they should be saying that right now. Right. Why is this happening? But it continues to go on. You've got the war in the Ukraine. You've got China sitting there going, they threw out the peace offering. But I'm wondering if that was just a, a misdirection, too, because the balloon thing has been going on forever. And it was pointed out the balloons offer an advantage in surveillance because of the altitude. It's still high. They were able to sneak it by and us not notice it. Mm-hmm. But the camera that they use in a satellite that may be way, 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 way up in space. Right. The resolution is not as good and as grainy. Whereas when it's 60,000 feet up there in a balloon, all of a sudden you're sitting there on a park bench reading the paper, they're reading it along with you. Yeah. So they get detailed images. Yeah. And that's important when they're mapping whatever it is they're mapping. So. And then I you got to wonder that. why is it that our government, knowing all of this, because we're not breaking any news here, they knew it as soon as they saw it come across the border. Why did they just let them go? Well, that's that's that is another question there. And I think you know China is just sitting there; they're playing a game with us. They're yeah. buying time. They've got these artificial islands out there. They've been building those for years, and now they're sitting there going, "Oh, uh, that sovereign, that sovereign." Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, they're out in international water. They've made these islands, in case you haven't heard. One, I, they were referred to, one of them is referred to as the largest stationary supercarrier in the world. 700 acres. Yeah, exactly. It's and they landing strips on it, uh, ballistic missiles on it. It's got, you know, all kinds of yeah. self-defense rocket launchers. And then it, they, they give it a 12-mile zone. They sent up a jet yesterday. We had a, a surveillance yeah. plane that was flying in international over international waters. They set up a jet, and it flew within 500 uh, yards of the the surveillance plane, and they, it did it for like an hour. Yeah, right you know? now that's that's just the dance. It's 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 the the warm up to what's really going to happen. So they're out there. Hey, you know, you continue on this thing. You cannot get within this this amount of distance, right. or you're on your own. You know, uh, bad things can happen. Well, they're not threatening you as of yet, but what they're doing is they're making the claim, they're they're establishing their footing, right? And we're not doing anything about it. And of course, they want Taiwan, and they're they're telling us we go in to help Taiwan, they will blow us off the map. We're not being told the truth, in in my estimation. We nah. are being told a story. The story's out there to pacify us. Our media is is lying to us constantly. I saw a clip yesterday uh, of PBS, which is supposed to be neutral. It's it's the government backed uh, broadcasting, broadcasting yep. system. Yep, and they have a news hour, and they were talking about uh, election deniers, and they were talking about a candidate who believes that the 2020 election was thrown. He believes that the uh, machines were uh, not functioning properly. Uh, they were cheating. Right. And the the news reporters were talking like 
how dare this person have an opinion like this? And I'm thinking that it was an arrogance and a stupidity about them. And they were so upfront about their bias, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking to myself, this isn't news, but yet this is news in 2023. Anyway. No, and I, and I think today's generation, they don't understand the Constitution and... You know, you have the right to have your own opinion. You have uh, the right, uh, freedom of speech, to say what you want to say. So to call something fake news or a denier, well, you're being not denied your right as an American citizen to have that freedom of speech. And just because they go, well, you know, you're you're an election denier. It was never proven. Well, it wasn't proven one way, one way or the other. The media, they, let's face it, the liberals own the media. And the media was right there quickly to go, well, you know, Joe won it. There's no denying that. You know, I uh, don't know who said it, Bill, but uh, a couple of days ago I heard a, I think it was a Democratic representative who said she believed that freedom of speech uh, had to be changed. It couldn't continue on as it is that the uh, that part of the Constitution no longer was relevant because we as a society have changed and to have uh, open and free speech is dangerous to our society. How is it dangerous? Well, it's, it's anti what she believes. Mm-hmm. It's anti-liberal. It's anti-government spoke. If you happen to believe that the election was stolen, that's hate speech, that's wrong. Uh, yeah. And you shouldn't be talking like this. So silence your opposition. And, and look what happens on sites like uh, YouTube and Google. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they will look at, uh, if you start talking about denying the elections, they yank you. We used to be on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we took it down. Right. Now, ironically, because we're on Podbean and whatever, they now have a deal with YouTube, so all of a sudden we have a channel back up there, and I'm going like, I didn't do that. How'd that happen? Yeah. I don't know. We didn't do it. And then the first thing I know, because they just take the audio, put a video to it, and it's up there. And then I get this thing going, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, you guys talked about we're the closest to World War III that we've ever been. That is it, fake. And we believe, they said, we believe that is fake news. Unbelievable. You know, that... Uh, uh, it's we believe it's misinformation is the exact quote, and I'm like going, well, I shouldn't be answering this because you we did, yeah. didn't put that, yeah, yeah, we didn't put that 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 program page up, up yeah. there. But I I answered and I said, you believe you don't know, but you believe, yeah. You know, I said that's communism. Yeah, of course Pure it is. And simple. And not only that, but wh- whatever we say in this program is based upon facts that we get. It's not we don't right. make the stuff up. I mean, uh you look at the doomsday clock right now. That's something anybody can look at online. Go and look 90 seconds before zero hour. This yeah. it's not something we're we're uh kidding about. Well, I think that is misinformation too. If it doesn't fit their narrative or what they think, mm-hmm then that that gives them the right to pull it. I said, well, you know what? If you guys want to continue down this path, I don't want to talk to some secretary, some gatekeeper, somebody that thinks that they're in the know. Go ahead and and, and put me, uh, have your attorney call me. 
because I'm not changing our program. Yeah, good luck with that. You can take you can take us off of YouTube. Yeah, right now if you want to. But if you want to keep it on there, and you want to sit there and dictate to us, have your attorney call me because I want that twenty-five hundred dollar an hour cat to call me and explain yeah. why we can't say, "Hey, we're close to war." Right. I'm sitting there going, and I have a funny feeling an attorney would sit there and say. We need to back off of this stance. And then I sat there and I closed it out and I said, and by the way, you sent something to my personal email because you can find it out there. I said, any other any other emails from you about this will be considered harassment. Good luck with that, though. Have your attorneys contact <laughs> me, take it down, or shut up. I wonder how many of the people they do this to every day. So it's not just us. It's probably hundreds, maybe thousands of people who have similar opinions and they try to put, they try to post their material on uh, on the site and they get the same kind of response. Quite frankly, I don't care anymore. I I oh, know I here's what I know. Here's what I do what we do. Here's what I know. We find an audience. We find an audience. Our audience is out there. They find us on different streaming websites, and at the very least, they can go to our webpage and catch any episode we've ever done. You know, we're not hiding stuff here. We're not hiding. No, we're not. We're, we're not doing anything. Even when we uh, when we go off the tracks and do what we call conspiracy or, you know, right. or anything like that, we always say, hey, here's a, ra- you know, here's a wild card. Here's a thought, you know. Right. Well, what do you think? Which we're we're not going to call it a wild card or here's a thought. We do have something that we were going to touch base it with on the program, but we had to talk about all this other stuff because it's going on. I don't know what's going on with these plants that are bellowing out the smoke. Uh, I hope it's uh, I hope it's not planned genocide. I hope that I uh, mean, you know somebody said and it's so very true, Bill. You have forty four thousand animals dead around mm-hmm. around East Palestine, Ohio. From that uh, that release of poison, uh, why would it not affect us in a similar way? If it's killing other animals, it may take us a little longer, but it's going to have a lethal effect on humans too. I don't care what they're saying to you. Well, you might be feeling fine right now, but the long-term effect, that's what you got to really worry about. Yesterday we said uh, there's a white powder they've found all throughout West Virginia and as far east as Hagerstown, Maryland, which you know it would also include southwestern Pennsylvania, like because it doesn't go down West Virginia and then over it. It doesn't follow a route; it just goes. So it's everywhere in this section of the country, and no one's making a big thing out of it. You know, the media. You think that the local news channels would be covering this like it's a, an important thing? Nope. But here's the. Problem. I don't think they know how to look for news anymore. They wait for somebody to send them instructions of what to talk about. And here's the problem too: those TV stations, for the most part, are not owned locally anymore. They're owned mm-hmm. by the CBSs own them, and the Cox Media owns it, and uh, Hearst uh, ABC. They're owned by big national companies. And they get edicts, by the way, that come down from corporate. Do this, don't do that. You know, it's really interesting. I haven't got one in front of me, or I'd play it for you, but I have heard of them. Uh, You can hear different news anchors at different stations around the country 
talk about national stories and they read the same copy. They read the oh, same yeah, it's thing over and over and over again. It's like, you know, we always bitched about the national media of Russia, mm-hmm. but you know, they, they have four or five different outlets and it might be national media, but they don't all read the same damn script. We're too lazy to update anything. Yeah. So it's the same damn script. I mean, come on, you know, uh, be a little more transparent in the way that you do stuff, but they don't. No. I'm looking at a photo here where they were showing at night because the the stuff that's yeah. in the air. Yeah. And that might be interesting to do at night when it's dark. Like if you're if you're in a place where you know your lungs burn a little bit, take a flashlight and hold it in the darkness. And see if you see the little white flakes all falling around. I'm looking at it. I think they used you a can blue, actually see it. I think they used a blue light. Might be I the think. blue light. Well, that would yeah. be um, yeah ultraviolet. Yeah, I think I could be wrong, Bill, but I, I saw them doing that, and I was amazed because it's everywhere. And some guy yeah. went onto his car, took a rag, and he wiped it. It was like filled with this uh, this nonsense. And this this poison, it doesn't just dissipate. It doesn't no, go up, and it's up there for for a long time. Yeah, it is. Anyway, speaking of bad. speaking of conspiracy theories, we should uh, throw this out before we run out of time. Uh, we teased this yesterday. We were talking about why is it that the the FBI was so anxious to get down to Mar-a-Lago, and what were they looking for? And one of the things they had said, "We'll know it when we see it." Yeah, well, we had talked a lot of different things, you know, and uh, and there's been a lot of things in the news, you know, lately that uh, go all over the place. But you got to get back to um, what was very interesting during World War II. You know, we, we know about Einstein. We know about Tesla, Tesla, the Tesla coil that was to give free energy. Uh, as a matter of fact, these these med beds that are out there that can cure cancer. Apparently they have one in Bethesda, but they're very expensive, but it's based off the Tesla coil. Now, anybody that's done any kind of research, Tesla was a very brilliant man, but interesting too. And he claimed that he had the out-of-body experience and met with somebody from another world. Einstein said it too, but they came back with a lot of knowledge that we use today. So don't poo-poo the was it, wasn't it? Wasn't Tesla? Didn't Tesla get zapped? He got I, zapped. He, he and got he got electrocuted. I mean, he didn't die, obviously, but he you know mess around with electricity. He knocked out. Yeah, and supposedly in that state of unconsciousness, he, that's when he was uh, introduced to somebody. Yeah, and when he came back, he quickly wrote a lot of things down. Now he was a brilliant man to begin with, right? And all these things were going on, but. We'll fast forward. I know that he probably did some contracts with the government because he was a brilliant mind. Uh, he was probably working on things that could help them uh, have a position of strength in the future. The thing about Tesla is he was a brilliant scientist, but a lousy businessman. In right. that, in that, he didn't. He got some money, but he put it into bad investments or he didn't save it properly. And so he was always kind of out of money. And toward the end of his life, like the last 20 years, I believe, of his life, he moved to the New Yorker Hotel in New York City, Mm -hmm. a a nice hotel. And he took a residency in this hotel. 
He had, right. a, he had a suite up there. And by the way, he had a deal where downstairs in the basement of the hotel, he had a pretty large safe with a right. lot of a lot of his documents and materials. And they kept it there for him. The question right. I, I always ask is, why did he who is paying for that hotel? Who is who's well, putting him up? Because it's not cheap. He had uh all of the accoutrements of this beautiful hotel, the New Yorker, back in 1930, was uh, a high end. It's still, I, I think, it's still, in, I think, I think it's still around. Uh, it's might maybe be under new ownership and stuff like that. I, I could be wrong, but uh, I know it was around when I was working in New York, uh, the New Yorker. And uh, but anyway, he died in the hotel room. Yeah, and then the government came in and said. We need to get all these these plans and documents and all of his notes. So they took, theoretically, they took everything. Right. Everything out of there. Now, here comes By the, way, the speculation. We should also point out it was representatives from the U.S. government's, listen to this, Office of Alien Property. Now, yeah. what the heck is the Office of Alien Property? But that's oh, no. that's who sees the documents. Or was that a code name or something that was formed right away so that they could take all of this man's wealth, his knowledge, right, and, and seize it. But then they got to sit there and, and painstakingly, some of the stuff was being worked upon right away. There's probably other stuff that needed to be gone through, assessed, and go, well, you know, do we need this or not need this? And now, all of a sudden, here's where we get into an interesting gray area. The man that was put in charge of this, very brilliant man, I think he was a professor of sorts and he was a scientist. Mm -hmm. he, was, and, uh, um, he was an engineer, electrical mm -hmm. engineer from uh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. This, by the way, was January of 1943, so it was right in the middle of World War II. And uh, the, the gentleman's name was Dr. John G. Trump. The uncle of Donald J. Trump. Right. And when Donald was a young man, you know, this uh, young boy, let's just say, mm -hmm. well, the uncle would sit there and tell him these fascinating stories of, you know, Tesla and things and things that were invented and whatnot. Donald Trump on the campaign trail said to a reporter once, he said, my uncle used to tell me about nuclear before nuclear was nuclear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was that kind of a smart guy. He knew the principle of, of how it worked before they had actually worked it out, you know, nuclear energy. And mm -hmm. uh, he was a brilliant guy, brilliant guy. But they delivered all of these documents to, Donald, to Donald's uncle and said, uh, Dr. Trump, uh, would you examine this and see whether there's anything here worth saving or pursuing? And he did read it, and he said uh, Tesla's efforts were primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and promotional character, and said the papers did not include new sound workable principles or methods for realizing such results. Now, it's kind of a cover. That was in the middle of World War II. You're not going to come out with a press release and say, we found the most dangerous weapon and most powerful weapon in the world, 
and it's going to be amazing. It's going to help us win this war and most every war to come. Because you'd have the Germans and you'd have every one of our enemies trying to get that that material. So this is where the speculation on our part yeah. starts to uh, to come in. I'll let you pick it up. Your well, theory. I mean, let's just speed through it here. The uncle gets these documents. And they're not top secret, but they're documents nonetheless. And they've really, he kind of poo-pooed them a little bit. Right. And there might be other documents there. And then he dies in what, 1985? Right. Yep. And then so maybe, you know, that would have passed down to Fred, Donald Trump's dad, who died in 99. Right. But somewhere between, you know, uh, you know, John's death and Fred's death, Donald J. Trump came in possession of certain documents of a very precarious kind. Very, very important material. Really. Very important material. Because, you know, the, the FBI has been very unclear. We know he's got something. We know he's got it. But we'll know it when we see it. You know, so yeah. I, th- that's where, you know, this is just all speculation. Maybe they're looking for something that is beyond what we, you or I would fathom. Oh, yeah, top secret secret documents. Let me tell you the kind of guy Tesla was. Um, He built this thing. uh, It looked like a giant 75-foot mushroom out in Mm -hmm. Long Island. And it it was a coil, an energy coil, a Tesla coil, that I guess what it did, and I'm not not an engineer, but uh, it absorbed natural energy electrical energy into this coil and mm-hmm. and then it could distribute it in the ground it could take it could channel natural electricity which i guess is all around us right and it could it could send it increase the voltage and send it but here's the thing that i find amazing people animals don't feel it 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 would he he got the backing of J.P. Morgan, who was the richest man, I guess, in the world at the time. And right. J.P. Morgan was excited about backing Nikola Tesla, thought it was a great thing because Tesla was a certified genius. Certified, absolutely. But one day um, they were talking, I guess, about uh, when it'll start turning a profit. And Tesla, I guess, said, well, I have no intention of charging for this. It's going to be free to the people. It's a way to give free energy to the world. And that went over like a pregnant pole vaulter with uh, J.P. Mm-hmm. Morgan because he's putting these millions of dollars into this investment that he thought he yeah, was going to get. Yeah, he thinks he's going to get free energy that he could rape everybody over the coals with. And that wasn't what Tesla had in mind. What Tesla had in mind was this is a gift of life. Right. And you being one of the owners of this planet, you deserve this. By the way, he took all of his funding away yeah. from Tesla. They talk about this, this death ray that he mm-hmm. supposedly invented, and they believed that that was the laser, right, or a variation thereof or, or something similar. Yes, you have other guys who have come along and said, we invented the laser. It was our idea. But the question is, did they get their – did they just expand upon Tesla's theories or Tesla's work? Tesla was literally miles ahead of every other uh, scientist around him. He was miles ahead, believe it or not, 
mm-hmm. of Thomas Edison. When he, Tesla came over to the U.S. from Serbia, uh, he was hired by Edison. And he said, I don't want to work for somebody else. He said, look, it, I'll pay you. Edison said, I'll pay you $50,000 if you can help me invent something. And I forgot what the invention was. And Tesla said, you'll pay me $50,000? He said, absolutely. Tesla figured out the problem and helped him invent it. And then Tesla said, okay, I'd like my $50,000. And, yeah. Ed- and Edison said, you thought I was serious? You thought I was serious? $50,000? Come on. And Tesla packed up his stuff and left Edison because Edison welched on the deal. Edison was a little bit like uh, Bill Gates in that he mm-hmm. was a, he was a bit of a marketer. He, you know, yeah. he, he saw good ideas, and he got some great minds to work on them in his lab, the you know, movie cameras and electric light and all those things. But um, he, some people say he was a bit of a thief, too. You know, yeah. he also, Edison believed in D.C. current. He thought, current that, yeah. he, he thought that was the, uh, the future of electricity. You, you talk about dangerous. So what I'm trying to say is we are sold a bill of goods about everything. Mm-hmm. We're sold a bill of goods about, uh, uh, you, you heard what uh, Donald Trump's uncle said. He said it was speculative. It really didn't have anything new here. Uh, it wasn't uh, workable principles or methods. The question is, did he give all of the material back to the U.S. government after he examined it, or did he tuck it away in a file somewhere and pass it along to his and family. Somewhere along the line, Donald has it legitimately, so it's his. Mm-hmm. And the government's going, hey, you know what? We could actually do something with with this. Now, don't think our government is all up and up, and you know everything is, you know. Well, we'd be giving it to the the good guys. We're not exactly the good guys. You can see that now, but with the way the news plays out, you know. So. What really is it? They've never been able to put their finger on what it is they're looking for. We'll know it when we see it. Boy, I've heard that before, and it's never a pretty thing. Right now, uh, this uh, prosecutor that was appointed to look into uh, Donald Trump, uh, his name I think his name is Smith, he's trying to figure out which documents they've got, whether they are something that he can go after Trump, Trump for. See, they keep jumping over the thing that drives me nuts. Trump was the president at the right. time. He could change he, a document from being classified with a snap of a finger. A vice president he, couldn't do that. Right. And see, they're trying to say, well, the documents that Joe has are quite a bit different. No, actually, what's different is Joe was never the president when he you know, whether accidentally, happenstance, or deliberately took documents. He was not the president, did not have the authority to do so, and it was wrong. Now, they've proven that politicians during the course of their business have probably taken documents home and forgot about them. Well, that needs to be addressed, but Joe, on the other hand, we know that the Biden family has profited through top secret information that has been given away or, uh, you know, sold. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it look like uh, Donald Trump and Vice President Biden and Vice President Pence, they're all equal. 
They're trying, the media is trying to say they all did it. It's all a problem that should be addressed. And no one is better than anybody else. The fact of the matter is that premise, that, that, that uh, argument is false. It's false because when Donald Trump had those documents, he was the president with the mm-hmm. ultimate power to change of a document from being classified to non-classified. He had that, that control. To think that they could have a prosecutor looking into his stuff like he did something wrong is, is mind-boggling. And it's, um, it, it's, it's near criminal. It's near criminal for them to be doing that, to be attacking a former president like this. That's what they're doing. Anyway, that little theory, by the way, it, and I, I, I give credit where credit is due. This was something Bill and I were talking about. And Bill, you actually postulated the, the whole theory. You, this is Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say that this is exactly what they're looking for. But boy, you know, it, it, it is interesting. I mean, they're you just know. not looking for the... Uh, the menu, the classified menu of food that they had at a banquet, you know, at yeah. uh, when when someone was in town, when Z was in town. I mean, they classify everything in D.C., you know. They classify yeah. everything. It'd it, be a recipe. Yes. I think they're either afraid that he has something on them. You know, it could be, it may not be the uh, the theory we postulate. It could be. It could yeah, he be has the, something on them, but I'm just saying with everything that's going on, and, you know, he put together the, the Space Force, and there was a reason that he put it together. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was in place. And so you got to wonder, what was the next thing? Now, the Democrats poo-pooed it. Everyone made fun of it. They, they did a TV series to mock it. But you know what's still there in place and being used is the Space Force. So it is yeah. now a part of it. And, you know, the Democrats were quick to, to poo-poo it, but they have kept the thing going. They would rather, you know. And the interesting thing about the Space Force is when he announced it, it wasn't like uh, we're going to start the Space Force and we hope to have it in place by X day. When he announced the Space Force, they already had it. It was already in operation. It was already doing stuff. He had generals and he had people who were already uh, running the operation. They were already gathering information for the president. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he he essentially was announcing that he had started this uh, new uh, branch of the military and he had done it in secret and he probably had done it uh, months before he made the announcement, which I think right. is amazing. Um, to think that he could keep that a secret for as long as he did, especially in the environment that uh, was around D.C. when he was president, uh, is mind-boggling. I don't know, you know, where where we're going in the next two years. I don't know if Trump can make it to the presidency to run again or not. But you got to look at everything he's gone through, and yet he's still standing. Now, how much are they getting? Because a lot of times they take the same old story that's been proven wrong, and they regurgitate it up again. They're going to keep throwing the same rocks at him over and over and over and over again. And... You know, at, at some point in time, you got to wonder: Do they get a hit, even though it's not legit? Mm. It's sad when you said what you just said. I immediately thought the same thing. I don't know whether we're going to be around in twenty twenty four for a presidential election. Well, that's that's where I go. Everyone goes. You sure seem to be pessimistic, and I'm going like, 
look how far the, you know have, yes. have we've gone to hell in yeah. two years. Right. And it's only going to get worse. And then they're going, well, you know, the stocks yesterday took a hit. Now, it's not the biggest hit we've ever taken, but it was a pretty good hit. And now they sat there and they're going, inflation is going wild. And the Fed's jacking up the interest rates is not working. And so, and I'm like going, hmm, so what are they going to do? They're going to increase the amount of how much they jack up the interest rates. So, so they can put the brakes on an economy that I'm like going, and they talk about how great the economy is. And I'm going like, who are the people that are winning in this economy? It's yeah. not you, Jim. It's not me. It's not the people listening to this podcast. Who are the winners? Uh, it's in my opinion. It's the deep state that we don't see. It's the shadowy people behind the scenes who are pulling the strings. Speaking so of that, did you get hear out the ultraviolet lights and find them strings? And did you get hear? State? Did you did you hear Corinne Jean Pierre? Oh, uh, she was uh, she was talking yesterday, I believe, in the press conference. I haven't got it, but uh, About the president. Yes, the president. She said, and President Obama said, <laughs> and, she and then goes, she started laughing. Oh, you're in trouble! I'm in trouble. No, you just did a big reveal. That was a reveal. Yes. Which reminded Joe is sitting across town in his, uh, I mean, Joe, uh, Barack is sitting across town in his underwear calling shots. And, you know, and, and Jill is in her Minecraft dress. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrendous. I know, but, I mean, boy, isn't that a treat to see her in that. Wow. But anyway, she's talking about her husband running for president, you know, again. And, and does that mean that Basement Joe is going to return? Because that was how he won. You know, they had a strategy. Basement Joe, lock him up downstairs, and let's go out and stuff those ballot boxes. Oh, I stop. Oh, there's that fake news. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say stuff ballot boxes. I was going to uh, play a cut, and maybe I'll do it on Monday, uh, of Jill talking about how she they, she seems enthusiastic about Joe running again. This is only a week after everybody was saying that Jill was against it. And I'm thinking, what's going on internally in that in that White House? Uh, did they convince Jill that it was good that Joe be president again for another? Can you imagine Joe Biden for president for six more years? We, we won't be around as a country. We, you know, we're on the brink right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this no matter what YouTube has to say, but we oh, are we're on, we're on the brink of a nuclear war. I mean, we're, we're that close. We're talking about—they're doing— they're doing, uh, t uh, what do they call it, uh, run-throughs in Russia with their nuclear weapons. They're, they're, they're doing drills to see whether they, how fast they can deploy these things and how accurately they can, they can hit the targets. You know what they, uh, they talked about on state TV in Russia yesterday? What? Uh, they, are, they are, I guess they got their scientists trying to figure out going, all right, we'll use one of our nukes, one of them on the U.S. So what would be the most strategic place that they could fire a nuke and get a hit, and it's just got to be able to crack into the ground, you know, far enough, maybe a mile down to hit the magma? Yellowstone. Wow. They have threatened that they are going to hit Yellowstone with nukes to force the mountain to blow. 
they, they're talking about launching a missile to do that. What if the Chinese were to take one of their balloons and float it in over the northern border with a, a small uh, nuclear device? Just drop it right down the schnout of old faithful there. There you go. Oh, yeah, they could, uh, they could uh, when the sun goes down, they could fly that over. Yep. And what is it? They could bring it across Alaska and time it to where it goes in the, in the, in the still of the night because Alaska, how long are their night times? Well, so it depends upon the time of the year. Yeah. Sometimes so, they're very, 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 sometimes you never see, in certain areas, you never see daylight. Other, yeah. And other times, uh, other times of the year, you never see night. It, it, it's, yeah. it's that amazing. But, you know, uh, they don't even need to bring a rocket and launch these things from the balloon. All they have to use do is get it over the target and let gravity do its work. Just mm-hmm. just release it and see, see what happens. Boom. Who knows? I mean, you know, may, maybe Mother Nature has a way of protecting itself and it would sit there and eviscerate the bomb before it ever you know, got to where it's going, but I'm not a physicist. I'm not a geologist. I have no clue, but for them to sit there and say that means that there is so much hate by them. They've hit that, that point of no return. They're not going to turn around. They're going out. They're going for it. Hey, this weekend update, uh, just about finished. Uh, we have had fun. We speculated a bit. We talked about some, uh, conspiracy ideas, Hey, listen, we can do that. It's the weekend. You know, we right. we did give you updates on real stories at the beginning, but the thing with the Donald Trump thing, that's uh, just something Bill and I were throwing around. And a lot hey, of people- it's fun to talk about, and you yeah. know what? There could be truth to it. May not be anything, but, you know, when you're sitting around with your friends, throw it out there and see what they, they might think. And I mean, how many, peop- how many people knew that Donald Trump's uncle was involved with the Tesla files. I'm just saying. Yeah. Very few people realize that uh, John Trump was the guy who was tasked with going through those files and seeing what was worth uh, keeping and pursuing and what was nonsense. And, and also, he, he, like I said, it was World War II. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they'd come out and say this is uh, earth-shattering stuff that will change the world. I think they would probably do exactly what... John Trump did poo-poo it. Nothing to see here. And uncle and nephew were very close. Yep, exactly right. So what do you know? I mean, it's just a thought. Hey, friends, have yourself a wonderful remainder of your week. By the way, you can contact us at 833-538-7868. If you have a theory about something and you want to let us know about it, you can give us a call, 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. There's also mail at crnamerica.com. And that, my friend, are all three ways you can get in touch with us. Yes, and I, I think we should leave with a song that is a, we now know, Joe Biden favorite, a song that uh, will get you dancing, you know, at least not the whole song. <laughs> no, this is Who's Zooming Who. I know what oh, you were thinking of. Oh, Zooming, yeah. yeah. Zoom you. Zoom you.